number 22 of the one and only scramble life podcast it's your boy gene i got my man l scratch on the other line y'all what's up l yeah. yes 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 we back up in here with episode number 22 uh we started off with one of the dmx songs and i know we tried not to play music but i think i could play this one for i got a backup plan just in case i might do say something <laughs> Um, but mm-hmm. this record right here, rest in peace, DMX, Dark Man X, R.I.P. Earl Simmons, straight up from uh, Yonkers, New York, New York City area, 
as many of you know, everybody know, DMX passed away last week. And, uh, you know, he was a very big figure in the hip-hop community. And uh, he was a special person. You know, he brought a lot to the game, a lot that hasn't been talked about yet. He's done a lot for a lot of people. Uh, many, 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 many contributions. Uh, you can say what you want about him. I mean, we all dealing with something out here once again. That's why this is called a Scramble Life uh, podcast, basically. He was definitely in the middle of the Scramble Life, and it seems like he'd been in it pretty much from birth. Uh, but yes. we're, <clears throat> we're going to chop it up a little bit about DMX and who he was and, and all the good stuff like that. Uh, you know, he was born December 18th, 1970, out there in Mount Vernon, New York. Uh, he died in White Plains, New York, as many of you know, on April 9th, 2021, at the age of 50 years old. But he has a very interesting life. Uh, you know, his parents, I didn't know that uh, he was raised as a Jehovah Witness. Uh, that's an interesting point. And he got delusion with the faith uh, after his mother rejected a $10,000 settlement after he was hit by a drunk driver while crossing the street because Jehovah Witnesses are taught to be self-sufficient and do not accept charity. And that's where he cut that, cut that off. But as we know, he kept those same biblical morals that they have in their own version of the Bible within itself. And, you know, he's always quoting the Bible, even uh, preaching to different people and, and implementing a lot of that within his lyrics, too. Uh, so we, we see where the start of that came from. Uh, and, you know, he, like I said, he went through a lot. Um, I was a DMX fan. He blessed us with a lot of different songs. So you had your club records. You had your street stuff, you know, you had your deep thought, conscious music. So he gave you the even platform that you really need from a lot of these artists out here, which you're not seeing right now and probably never see again. But, yeah, he definitely has some hits under his belt. And, um, you know, I'll shoot it on over you to you, Al, and you can say what you got to say about DMX. Yeah, yeah, that was a powerful intro song that you played, man. And I think that, you know, first off, R.I.P. condolences to the family, extended friends, and, and the people that really knew him and loved him. But um, like you said, he, the brother was going through a lot of issues, a lot of things. But I really categorize him, you know, as our new version of, of Pac. I mean, because that brother, like you said, he he gave you his emotions, man. He didn't hide nothing. He was, he was in the industry, but he was not an industry artist. Yeah. And he, you know, he is he exposed the soul, which is, is definitely a – sensitive and vulnerable thing for any artist to do and to do it at such a level to where his life was really on stage is like what made the attraction that much more greater about X you know just from the intro where my dog's at you know you could tell that he was always in search you know at least for some companionship or something that he was seeking that he did not have mm -hmm. and, um, and you know his music reflects that his life reflects that and, um, you know, powerful, powerful, impactful loss, man, that we we all going to be devastated by for a long time. And I'm pretty sure the catalog of music that he left us with is going to resonate now even more, um, you know, with generations to come, man. Salute to DMX, man. Respect, much love. Yeah, yeah, salute to DMX and all his contributions to the game. I mean, even locally when he was around here in and out of jail and <clears throat> different things. And he had a, a kid by old girl here locally you know, he was trying to help out local groups. And I know he signed these two twins to Bloodline, and he may have signed somebody else. And like I said, I 
I got some of them tracks around here somewhere from the Twins, and Kid Cole was producing all that stuff for him. Kid Cole, by the way, he produced uh, the song with Faith Evans on one of his albums. I think it's called I Love You, and there's a video for that. You guys can look that up on YouTube, and that was all done here in Buffalo, I think. But, yeah, so, you know, 1991 unsigned hype in the Source magazine. Uh, that led to, I think, a 12-inch before his deal with Def Jam. I think 12-inch was sometime around 1994. It was called Make a Move. And you know, he did some other things and with some other stuff he did. Wait a minute, Columbia signed DMX to their subsidiary label Rough House, which was released, which released his debut single "Born Loser." So he was on Rough House before Def Jam, and he released his se- a second single "Make a Move," but it was one before that. So all this went on between '91 and '94, and then between '96 and 2000 was the start of his relationship with Def Jam. And that brought us that album, what we got in 98, which was the first one, and had tons and tons of hit singles on that one. And then you had all the other albums that followed behind that one. I won't sit here going through everything that you guys already know, but he has a very in-depth, deep catalog. Go check it out. Plenty of albums, plenty of music out there. I'm not going to get into his criminal history or his personal stuff like that, but one one aspect we'll get into. (laughs) And I'm not the clown, the man, or anything, but goddamn, 17 kids. How many? Seventeen kids total. That was the last. Mm. The, the last figure it was seventeen total. So yeah, he mm. he was out there doing his thing. He had a lot of kids out there. A lot of kids out there. So you know, you know. Hopefully they'll all be straight. I know Steve R- Steve Rifkin is in the middle of this somehow. I don't know if he was managing DMX or not, but not too long ago he resigned to Def Jam Records. Uh, and this new album is coming out on Def Jam uh, probably within the next couple of weeks. So, uh, you know, you guys could uh, keep an eye out on that. And this will probably end up being his best album, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, just keep an eye out on that. And that's the news on DMX and the whole DMX situation. So that's pretty much that on this week's episode. Salute DMX. Yes, salute salute to DMX and all his contributions once again to the music community. So that's that right there with DMX uh, getting back into reparations news. The house inches closer to enacting slavery reparations. Uh, They're supposed to talk about that within the next couple of days. Uh, last time it was really on the table was 1989. Uh, so today uh, they got some information out there that's stating that they're going to talk about this once again and put it back on the table and try to get a vote on this uh, within the next couple of days and figure out what's going on, at least get the ball rolling, I should say, because it could be something to stop it down. But, yeah, they're going to get back on the reparations thing. So it, it looks like it's inching closer and closer to happening. And uh, we'll see what's going on with that. So black people, get ready to get another check. Uh, yes. Just make sure you don't go out there and buy up every piece of shrimp and lobster in the ocean. Yeah. And you get the money invested in something. So uh, that's that right there. So other than that, uh, we got some other stories that we'll talk about in this episode. Of course, we're going to get into teacher sex. We're going to get into some nightclub violence. Plenty, plenty, plenty of that going on all, all over the country. Matter of fact, oh, I think yeah. I, I got to refresh the page, man, because I'm sure some things don't happen since I put this up here. <laughs> uh, we was originally supposed to record yesterday, and we didn't do it, you know, but uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But the next story that we're going to get into right now is we're going to talk about 
we're going to talk about monkeys right quick. So we're going to talk about how monkeys made more friends after their island was devastated by the hurricane. I want everybody to follow me on this one. So uh, devastating environmental disasters have a way of bringing people together. And scientists have found the same may also hold true to monkeys. New research involving UK scientists has found that uh, rhesus macaves living in Cayo, Santiago, Puerto Rico, made more friends mm-hmm. and became more tolerant of each other after a major hurricane ravaged the island in 2017. So researchers from the universities of Pennsylvania and Exeter were already studying the monkeys in Cayo Santiago, also known as Monkey Island. When Monkey Hur- Island. Yeah, when Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico, killing more than 3,000 people. Now, the team said that they noticed the creatures suddenly seemed more tolerant of other individuals, including the former competitors in the aftermath mm. of the storm. Think about it. Think about it. So Professor Lauren Brent from Exeter University said, quote, we expected the, that the monkeys would use their closest allies to cope with the ecological devastation of the hurricane and so would invest in their existing relationships. So it also says here, instead of the monkeys uh, expanding their local their social networks and the number of individuals that they tolerated sharing limited resources like a shady space to sit. Uh, three years since hurricane devastation, those monkeys appear to have maintained the connections formed after the hurricane. So they still cool. And that was how many years ago, three, four years ago. So yeah, by sure. sitting next to each other or grooming the researchers said, so they've been cool. So they found that the increase in social connections was driven largely by those most socially isolated before the hurricane. Black, white, let's get it. So the animals also opted for the paths of least resistance, forming connections with the friends of their friends, the researchers said. Think about that one, too. I'll say that again. The animals also opted for the paths of least resistance, forming connections with the friends of their friends, the researchers said. Now, the scientists said their work supports the hypothesis that friendly social connections could help primates adapt to extreme environmental change. Camille tested a Ph.D. student at the University of Pennsylvania in the U.S. said they, the monkeys that we've been talking about, extended their social networks to include more partners. Okay, so this tells us that these animals can dynamically respond to major events by tweaking the composition of their social networks. Individuals who are socially isolated are locked into that, and new relationships can be formed. Now, as part of the Mm -hmm. next steps, uh, the team wants to investigate the long-term effects of making new social connections, which could also help understand how humans cope in the midst of extreme challenges. James Higgin of New York University in the U.S. says social relationships have a surprisingly large impact on human health and being in a poor social environment is a high risk factor for humans remarkably. All right. As high as others, uh, health risk factors such as smoking. So basically, uh, he went on to say how variations in social environments get under the skin and impacts of biological or biology remains unclear. Mm-hmm. Our work on the impacts of changes in sociality 
following a natural disaster as yet another element to this complex dynamic. Uh, and that research was published basically in a journal by the current biology. And that's the end of that one right there. Smart monkeys, man. Smart, smart monkeys. Smart monkeys. And I bring that piece up because I think a lot of that, what was said in that story is going to reflect on us eventually because you're starting to hear things about, okay, this is the first wave of what's going on crazy, real crazy with the, the pandemic. And they're saying yeah, things are supposed to get real crazy between 2025 and 2028. Like a whole oh, other layer of shit. So rewind this part of the show back, listen to it, put that shit in your head because you might need some connections to move around out here. Because even with this internet, you already see they trying to like publicly shut it down from us all, limit the right. limitations on it. And who knows? Like I always thought this too. I said, what will happen if we lose electricity, phone lines? Uh, you know, of course, the internet, this, that, and the other, how everybody operate, and all this shit is possible depending upon what happens here, because the country is still beefing with other countries out here. Uh, we got a Very pandemic possible. on. You got levels of this pandemic that we don't know where it's mm-hmm. gonna go down. They're saying the Pfizer, the Pfizer situation, uh, won't even uh work for the South African version of the virus. So, yeah, just just keep your eyes out on everything. But, yeah, rewind this part of the show, and, uh, you know, we'll figure out what's going on with that. But, yeah, make some connections out there. But this shows you right here that we all might have to end up working together whether we want to or not. That's the, the story what I'm getting out of this whole thing what I just read. If monkeys could be that super highly intelligent, mm-hmm. we should actually be reflecting off of that and saying to ourselves as humans. Right. If we're the most, you know, uh, what do they call us on, on the on planet Earth? The most conscious pe- uh, species on the planet to where we can have uh, at our own will make decisions and choices. If these monkeys are doing that right. after a disaster like Maria, and we all know Puerto Rico was definitely impacted by that. And now they are finding, they're, they're finding ways to adapt, like the article said, and adjust even with their competitors. That's the key, even with their competitor, because they know there's something out there that's bigger than us. Mm-hmm. We're monkeys, but no, we got to make sure that we survive, though. We cannot go extinct. And I think you're right, G. This is something that, you know, in the future, when people look back or listen back, this is the part of the show where you disclose something I think is very evident of the fact that we need each other. We on this planet for a reason, yeah. and we can't continue to behave and act as if we don't need each other, especially with what's going on with this pandemic and the antisocial thing has yeah. been implemented and in place. Very, very, very important piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the antisocial thing, all the class issues, <laughs> top to bottom, black, yeah. white, purple, blue. I mean, we, even within the different races, we got our class issues. You ain't got this, you ain't mm-hmm. got that, you ain't mm-hmm. this, you ain't that. But at the end of the day, all of us is the same. All of us go through shit, whether you make $500,000 a year or you make $30,000 a year. You know, we right. all deal with stuff. And uh, like I said, all this shit can end any minute, especially with the finances. They can cut off all the bank cards. What yeah. everybody going to do? You know, you roll around with your Range Rover, your car is cut off, is cut off. You know, so mm-hmm. a lot of things mm-hmm. to think about. And that relates to that article where I just tapped into. Uh, but next up, we're going to segue into another part of the show here. <laughs> and we're going to talk about. You ready for this? Come on, baby. Let's do it. The baby born with three dicks. 
Oh. All right. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> baby, <laughs> baby boy was the first born in the world to be born with three penises, doctors say. So the unidentified child from Duhok City, Iraq, had a rare condition called Trifalia. You can look that up. That's spelled T-R-I-P-H-A-L-L-I-A. Uh, and it was only diagnosed after three months when his parents discovered swelling in his scrotum. So uh, the boy was three months old when it was discovered. It's a file on photo or file online. You can find a photo. Uh, doctors say a child in Iraq is the first to be born with three penises. Experts say the boy has a rare condition called trephalia, the first case ever reported in the world. The unidentified baby who lives in Dukak City was three months old when it was discovered. The child's parents discovered... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the, what's the name of the city? D-U-H-O-K. Du oh, okay. Duhok. I thought you said Dukak. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I might have said it wrong. Duhak. Duhak City. Duhak, all right. <laughs> yeah, so the child's parents discovered swelling in his, in his scrotum and two skin projections. Damn. Yeah, so, all right, further investigation was soon carried out to discover more. Stunned doctors later realized uh, that those skin projections were actually penises, two centimeters, and the other one was one centimeter, one centimeter in length, uh, with only one of the extra two having a head. So one didn't have You're going to hell, G. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you the story. So they didn't diagnose the top with the world's first ever case of trephalia. <laughs> he over here cracking up, telling me what I'm going to hell. So Dr. Shakir Salim Jabali, the author of the report, says each case had a unique presentation. I bet. Shit, he had three dicks. So, writing in the journal, he said, quote, to the best of our knowledge, this is the first reported case with three penises or trephalia. No similar case is present in literature in human beings. Uh, they did not perform like functioning organs, the expert said. So, basically, shit, he might not. I don't know. They're going to have to follow this story because I guess when he hit puberty, we find out what's really going on with the nub and one active in the main one, I guess. So doctors first diagnosed, I can't pronounce this word, supernumerary penises over 400 years ago after a baby was born with two. Now the condition is said to affect one in every five to six million births It is reported. All right, so around 100 cases of babies born with two penises have been reported. So it's 100 mm. babies out there with two dicks. All right. Uh, with both working in some cases. And that's the story on the baby with the three dicks. And that's pretty much what it is with that right there. So what's your what's your thoughts on that one? Well, you know, first of all, I mean, this is an amazing story. I think this is in Iraq, right? Remember years ago, we were bombing Iraq. There was Agent R. They were using a lot of chemicals. I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but a human with three dicks, I don't know what the purpose is. I don't know why the body would conform to actually produce such organs mm -hmm. in addition to what's actually required. But, uh, you know, 
this baby, with all due respect, as he comes into his puberty, no pun intended when I say comes, but when he gets into puberty, you know, he, he's, you know, the fact that they put that out there, like, I think that should be some type of private, like, you know, uh, I mean, as far as research and, you know, science, okay, but don't put the baby's name out there. Like, now there's going to be some extensive, uh, you know, research done to it. They're going to try to locate this guy. Oh, yeah. They're going to try to do, they're going to try to do some type of pornography, some type of sickness out of this. This world we live in, gee, come on, we know it's a wicked, sick world. Don't let these they're teachers find out when they get in high school. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they're going to exploit this baby. This man, this whatever. This is really not, uh, you know, the curiosity of humans to just see, oh, what does it look like? How does it, you know, remember when they had the elephant man and they put him in a museum and the circus? And it's kind of like, you know, I, I mean, this is just a weird story, bro. It's a weird, weird story. Yeah. You know, he's going to be confused as I mean, he's going to need, he's going to need to see a doctor throughout his life. He's going to need counseling. Yeah. The, the world that he grows up in is going to be so, it's going to, uh, you know, hopefully this guy doesn't, you know, fall off the deep end and, and, and do things to himself that he shouldn't be doing because that's got to be tough. it got to be tough. I mean, it's got to be tough, number one, because me, I know as as, 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 a, as a man, just going through puberty with one of them joints, okay? <laughs> he. He he he's got three of them joints, so he's gonna have to. He's only got two hands, so mathematically he's out of. You know, he, he, he's already out. He's already at a, a standpoint because yeah. he's got three. He's got three of those things, but he's only got two hands. Like yeah. he can't even handle all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Hey 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 hey! It's gonna be three chicks one night at a party. Well. Bar drinking drunk and hey, he might get it off, but <laughs> other than that, she wins. Yeah, baby born with two penises. Yeah, so we'll follow this one and listen if there's any more cases of this popping up. There may be that once again, like you said, it was over in Iraq and Iraq was bombed and a lot of chemicals and everything was spread around there during wartime. So ain't no telling what's going on with that or even why that happened. And AG, can so. I just inter interject and let you know that they uh, actually, it says here, I'm not sure if you, you covered this, but it seems as though uh, when the doctors noticed it uh, when he was three months old, uh, after that he underwent surgery to remove two of the, the uh, what they call phalluses. Okay. Uh, which were small projections at the base of the penis and scrotum. Right. Third phallus, phallus was in the usual location, it says here, according to a case study published in the International Journey, Journal of Surgery case reports in November, the boy was doing well at a follow-up visit a year after surgery. So it seems as though they removed two of them. So hopefully he won't have to go through that torment of having three penises. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, man. You know, and, uh, you, no. know, you got kids growing out here, growing up out here without limbs and all types of stuff. Yeah. Man. Tourette's mm -hmm. and he got three dicks, well, two and a half dicks. And mm -hmm. this is crazy. It's crazy. But uh, what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a break right quick. Uh, we're a couple minutes into the show. It's a jam-packed show. We're going to make it short because we don't want you sitting here for a long time. We know you got things to do. And also, we want you to check out our older episodes, but we'll talk about that later. So right now, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back in a minute, y'all. Hey, yo. 
Fuck that shit you heard. My reputation precedes itself, you know. All I wanna do is stay fresh. Make a billion dollars, stay healthy, stay blessed. Murder all my enemies and look out for my friends. Die and go to heaven, Lord, forgive me for my sins. Lord knows. I've been hard on these hoes. Had to get the ice in the cars and the clothes. Touch my first thousand and I never was the same. Fuck what you heard, I'm the best of the game. Arrogant ass nigga, talented ass nigga. It's hard being street and balancing class nigga. I find so many bitches, remember so many left. It ain't too many in it, dependable but yourself so self. Please don't let these hoes stress you. Please don't quit nigga, let the game bless you. Please remember the government gonna arrest you. And every bitch that choose you really wanna possess you. But you can't have me all to yourself bitch. We'll never get rich if you selfish. One too close to none and two too close to one. Need a team of bad bitches if we getting a job done i'm a prize oh, look in my eyes everything i say the truth don't be surprised it's guidelines and serious rules to this shit you niggas fucking it up now it's confusing and shit is you scamming or you pimping cause she choosing for dick and the fact you make deals plus you let her take pills plus you let her do coke plus you really sell dope plus you fucking square holes and you know you got folks now but through all the bullshit, look, I stay down Surveying for the money just like I'm a bloodhound Every day above ground, gotta keep the damn crown You know, all I wanna do is stay fresh Make a billion dollars, stay healthy, stay blessed Murder all my enemies and look out for my friends Die and go to heaven, Lord forgive me for my sins Lord knows, I've been hard on these hoes Had to get the ice in the cars and the clothes Touch my first thousand and I never was the same what you heard, I'm the best in the game I remember being 18, ready for this shit Not knowing all the things that was deadly for this shit My partner ho got killed on a day by a trick My nigga just got locked up behind a bitch The bread get low and the clubs get slow And the regular stop calling and you looking at your hoes Like you better tighten up and try to find you a date We behind on the rent and we ain't grinding the weight The sights get shut down, the hands getting deleted Funny and strange, cause she say she getting tired and now she wanted some change. Hey. I'm sorry now, look, I want more shit. Am I just your horse shit? I just wanna explore shit. You gon' keep mashing on her, I'll play with her. Apply the pressure to her, keep getting your pay with her. Organize a plan to make sure you're all good, but you might just blow your main hoe. We all could. And when that moment arise, can you keep going? Cause when you run out of pimping, these bitches gon' keep hoeing. And the bitch who was down, she just ain't the same hoe. It's just a test to see if you gon' let your game grow. Nick. Yeah, yeah. Back again, back again. Yeah. Yes, yes. Scramble Life Podcast. Episode number 22, 22 episodes deuce, in. Deuce, deuce, Yeah, we started this thing back in September of last year, 2020, in the middle of the first level of the pandemic, and here we are almost another year later. We hoping everybody enjoy the, uh, enjoy the show. I can't talk. Enjoy the show. Uh, if you want to connect with us, you can email us at thescramblelife at gmail.com that's the scramble life at gmail.com you can hit us up there with any information story ideals comments or whatever that's the scramble life at gmail.com so that's that yes it is yeah so what we're gonna do right now is a little bit of uh 
the sea. Uh-oh. Is what you need. What you need. And I'm give you 50 shades of me. Is what you need. Yeah. And I'm shades of me. sex we got a couple levels of it this week y'all and as the warm weather hits the earth here in the united states there's a lot going on with teacher sex so the first one here comes from the beautiful state of wisconsin Mm -hmm. all right it's more going on there than cheese so (laughs) the 50 year old teacher accused of inappropriately touching a student is now free on bond free She's free. She got off, so she must have had some loot. Somebody said, okay, we're going to come through for you and clean this one up. Mm-hmm. So according to the Molsony Police Department, Christy Mathis was arrested Monday. She posted bond Tuesday afternoon. So the investigation began after the student reported the alleged misconduct to school leaders. Authorities are recommending she be charged with first-degree sexual assault of a child and sexual assault of a student by school staff. Prosecutors said that the alleged incident occurred on school property. The Mosini School District website identifies her as an art teacher uh, during Mathis' probable cause hearing Tuesday. Her attorney said she's still employed and stated her strong she strongly is a community tied person. Da 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 da. All right, so prosecutors also said the seriousness of allegations called for cash bond. Judge Michael Moran set a $10,000 signature bond with the first 5000 in cash. Dang. Yeah, somebody put it up. So math is Look. expected to be formally charged on April 23rd. So it, it, no, it wasn't too many juicy parts of that story, and she could have been set up. Uh, from what I'm reading here, yeah. it's, I'm not – Seen enough on this story, so keep an eye on that one. This is going on out there in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, M-O-S-I-N-E-E is the area or city. Her name is Christy Mathis, and that went down a couple of days ago. She's 50 years old, so she's she's up there. Mm-hmm. Somebody, it's not like somebody might have been just been putting some shit on her, so we'll see what happens with that one. Yeah, because uh, all she was doing was touching. She said touching, you know? Yeah, it ain't no telling, man, because people now are just trying to get come-ups. You know how that go. Mm-hmm. So that's that one right there. So the next one is a former JPS teacher to spend 10 years behind bars. Now, this is whoop, 10, 10 years, a long time. 10 years. So let's think they might get off at three or something like that. if They do well in there. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And the person has to register as a sex offender. So here's how this one goes. This goes down in Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi, to be exact. Deep down. Oh, deep down in the South. So a former Jackson public school teacher who was found guilty of sexual battery against a 17-year-old student was sentenced to 15 years in the custody of the Mississippi Department of Corrections. Amber Turnage 
who was sentenced Thursday, will serve 10 years behind bars with five years suspended for both counts of sexual battery. So she, wow. she also must register as a sex offender. All right. <clears throat> so Turner's was found guilty of her crimes in March after investigation was launched in 2017. So that was four years ago. Investigators said uh, she had a relationship with a 17-year-old student at Provine, P-R-O-V-I-N-E, high school. The investigation began after the victim's father, <laughs> these fathers be favorite looking, found sexual videos of Turnage and his teen son. So the father probably already knew, like, yo, something ain't right here. Oh, shit. So he found the videos. I, I'm assuming the videos were probably on the phone or something like that. So the student said he met Turnage, who was married at the time, after school one day, and that they quickly developed a relationship. Now, the victim alleged that Turnage gave him gift cards, mm. money, Wait, 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 wait. Let me back up here. Let me back up here. Gift cards, money. That's right. And he just said that the two would sometimes go to different motels in Jackson. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Gift cards. Gift cards, money. Even said that the two would sometimes go to different motels in Jackson. So while testifying, the victim's father said that he became suspicious of his son's behavior and decided to go through his cell phone. Oh, shit. And that's when he found videos of his son in Turnage. All right. So (laughs) here here we go. Yo, uh, hold your seat for this one. And here's what the teacher said. Check this one out. Turnage claimed she was controlled by the student. Ooh. Freaky little teacher different angle so she said she was controlled by him so the teacher mm-hmm. was fired from jackson public schools after two years with provine high school an attorney for the family released a statement when turnage was found guilty last month reading in part that turnage conviction uh reaffirms the notion that child predators deserve the shock and outrage which accompany their uh, despicable acts in a civilized society, these acts must always be met with the severest punishment. And that's the end of that story. So that's teacher sex out there. Ah, ah, oh, right? ah, Wait a minute. How old oh, is she, man? Hold on, hold on. I, that's what I'm saying, man. They don't be telling us enough info. We want to know what class. Because these taught. fucking writers be horrible, man. These motherfuckers go to school for like four years and still can't find And they write. think they reporters. I know, man. They think they're reporters and shit. You know? <laughs> Motherfuckers. Now, see, that was a twist, though, G. You're right. She tried to make it seem like she was under a spell. Or yeah, something like yeah. That. I'm looking at her picture here, though. She looked like she a little chubby. She's she looked, chubby, she a little chubby. Got she almost a little Roseanne type of edge, body wise, a little smaller. So she, she, she probably like in her forties. That's what she looked like in this picture. You can't really tell because she got her mask on and she got the cuffs around her hands and everything. So, oh right, 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 so, yeah, so black yeah. So that's that on that one right there. So that hey, was, G, you know, what we probably need to do in the future, man. We probably need to, because that, you know, you had mentioned it on a couple of other episodes where we spoke about the teacher sex and these are women who are in relationships. They're married. Yes. They're not getting something at the home front, which is now making them go outside the relationship that they have at home Mm -hmm. and indulge in this young sex 
especially when it comes to these thriving young teenage adolescents. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they're masturbating at first. You know that. They're masturbating, and then they act out physically what it is they want to do with these boys or girls or whatever it is. But it begins at the home front. Them husbands is not handling their business. But that's a whole other segment we're going to get into at at a later time. Yeah, I mean, you know, with the way the world is set up now, I always say this, and these are some of my personal theories. You know, there's so much going on out here and so much to see online and you're reconnecting with people and this, that, and the other. So people get bored. And right, right, these right. husbands don't want to be bothered sometimes and vice versa or whatever. And, you know, these women be around these young kids and what happens, happens. So... Gee, do you think marriage works? I mean, is that an institution that we I don't, should now I don't, I don't believe in it, and I know a lot of people base it off of what we were taught spiritually. Like We were just talking about DMX and the whole Jehovah Witness thing, and he went from that to the whole Christian thing, this, that, and the other. That's been the foundation for the world in many cultures for many, oh, shit, billions of years, right? Thousands, Thousands yeah. of years, but we got this new fucking shit in the middle of everything, and, well... Don't call me. I'm not a male chauvinist, but women's rights, mm-hmm. late 60s, all right? Right. We got that. Uh, and then you put the internet in the mix of all that. It's like, why, oh, do, why do I need you? I got uh, my own job. I got my own money. I'll leave you at any second. And plus, I'm with the internet now. I got 30 other people hit me up on the other, night, other line because guess what? I look halfway good. So mm-hmm. you got a lot of factors going on. And it's to sign your name with whatever state you're living in on a piece of paper saying, you know, this is going to happen if we separate and she could do this to you. Shit, it, I don't believe in the system no more. That shit is shot in the fucking ground. It's dead. Yeah, I think you might be right on that. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, uh, yeah, it's done, man. It's done. And, you know, I, I say, you know, you have your friends. You could date. You could be close. You actually could love each other and within the current world we live in and the version of love, whatever that is for you guys. But that getting married and spending thousands for a wedding and this and that, I mean, on a regular level, we talking people make between zero and $50,000, 60,000. Let's say we ain't talking the millionaires and all that. Cause they, I mean, in some cultures, you know, you just got, got to be married because that's part of your whole thing. You gotta be. Right. You gotta have somebody here, whether you like her or not, and they got the money to do it. And they get sued or separated or divorces, they can afford it anyway, so it don't matter. But it, yeah, for regular people, yeah, you might want to look into that and look at the way the world is adding up and what it is right now uh, with all these things we have in our possession that makes marriage obsolete. And that's just my views on that, man. What do, what do you think about the system of marriage? I think that, you know, you, you hit it on the nail, man. I think that, uh, you know, right now the way the world is, it's kind of like, and I'm not just going to put it on the women because men too, you know, they, they know that there's so many options now when years ago it was kind of like we got to stick together in order to come up and, and make this thing happen. Mm-hmm. But now it seems as though the attitude of independence is so prevalent and strong that People really feel like, I don't need you. I don't need you. So, you know, and I heard, you know, I heard a brother tell me one time, he said, he told a girl, he said, look, man, you know, she think I was paying for her to spend time with her, you know, to stay with me and be with me. He said, no, I'm not married. I don't, I don't, 
I, I got you over here for one purpose. He said, and when I give you money, I'm actually, I'm paying you to leave. You know what I'm saying? I'm not paying you to stay. I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm, I don't need you to be comfortable. I, I'd rather have you go because potentially that could turn into a big bill once you spend, you know, let's say half your life with someone building something and they leave and they take half of your shit. And now you're back at ground zero. So it's kind of, he said, like an investment to say, listen, I'm paying you to leave. Like, please don't disrupt my lifestyle. Yeah. I'd rather pay you whatever it is I'm paying you at this moment as opposed to in the long run giving up half of my shit that I built. That's right. But uh, as far as the institution of marriage, I do think that it's, uh, it's appropriate for certain situations. Yeah. And um, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, that's the only business where you see, well, in this country, I could say, where you, the only time you see church and state conduct business. Other than that, yeah. church and state are always separate. Yeah, you got to sign. Comes to that, yeah. You got to yeah. sign a piece of paper with mm-hmm. that state name on there, and your marriage is according to that state's rules. Mm-hmm. So whatever, And we don't even think about shit like this. Like, okay, I'm signing off on this, but what if? You know, right. you know what if? So okay, she got all these rights and she could do this. And what's my rights? You don't ever ask that question. So when you sign in that paper, mm-hmm. whatever state you in, Pennsylvania, New York, Florida, Minnesota, Utah, whatever, you better think twice before you sign that paper in that state because you're falling under California, California, California. California look, yeah. look, look, look what Drake, look what Drake going through. I mean, God damn. Yeah, that is a nasty case, man. I mean, that's a mess, brother. That's a mess. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the perfect example to that case right there because, you know, you know, big up to him, you know. I mean, I got to salute people that really love each other. If you love somebody, right. you're staying with them, right. you know, because that, that, that's kind of like an ancient, almost extinct type of yeah, human, yeah. I want humanistic you to think, thing, man. Out of everybody you grew up with, how many of those people got together in high school and they're still together now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a thing of the past, bro. Yeah, I mean, I know one or two people, but even them, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, it yep. is what it is, but, you know, they try to stick it out, but I don't want to be in a situation where I got to try to stick some shit out. You know, you bind it, <clears throat> and then you fuck with somebody now you got to deal with. Don't let them have some kids by somebody else. You're dealing with that. You're dealing right. with their families. You're dealing with, dealing with their family views and their friends and this and that and whoever else chasing them down on social media. So it's a lot of different technical pieces to that whole situation. But we're going to leave that alone right now. And uh, I think we're about to get into a little something like this, y'all. Okay, we're back with another edition of Nightclub Violence right here on the Scramble Life Podcast. Uh man. <laughs> well, we got a lot. A, a whole lot. And uh, we are here in the United States of America for all you people outside the country. What's up to everybody in India? Because I see some of you are, are listening out there. What's up to everybody in India? 
But uh, yeah, it's been a lot going on. Uh, man, we'll start in Atlanta. Uh, two security guards were struck in a drive-by shooting outside of an Atlanta nightclub. I think that was about a day ago. Uh, this club is set to be a joint venture between rappers Two Chains and Snoop. Let me see. Oh shit! Yeah, let me let me pull this one up right quick. Just hold on one minute. I'm not even gonna go through all of these stories in depth unless there's some good information here that you guys need to see. What is this? Hold up. This is in Atlanta, right? That's in Atlanta, Georgia. So Atlanta police say two security guards were struck after someone fired shots into an alleyway leading to a nightclub early Sunday morning. Excuse me. So police said the shooting happened outside members only lounge off Ralph McGill Boulevard at around 3.30 a.m. An owner told police that a patron of the club was kicked out and escorted off the property because of an issue inside the establishment. Here we go. Mm -hmm. The suspect, police said, drove by the business in a blue Dodge Challenger and opened fire, striking the two men. All right. Both of the victims were conscious and alert and transferred to the hospital. Police said no information on the suspect has been released. The venue is described on this website as Atlanta's exclusive VIP lounge for the city's socialites and elite professionals. <laughs> <laughs> It is said to be a joint venture between Atlanta rapper Two Chains and Snoop Dogg. In October last year, an employee was shot and killed following a dispute over the cover charge. Two Chains. Two Chains. So yeah, that's that, and that was down in Atlanta, and that happened a few days ago. So yeah, that that's a crazy situation right there. That was one. Uh, let's see another one here. Uh, two hospitalized after Brick City nightclub fight ends uh, with violence and a shooting and a stabbing. Yeah, and this one right here. Let me give you the scoop on this and where this was at. I don't even know what city this was in. We got violence mm. in several cities here. Uh, Oklahoma. This is in Oklahoma mm. City. I've been through there before. So two men are mm. in critical condition after a fight broke out at Brick City nightclub overnight. Oklahoma City police say it started at Saints Ultra Lounge near Sheridan and Mickey Mantle. Uh, just before 12.30 a.m. Hmm. Officers said one man was shot during the fight, and in the middle of the panic, another was stabbed several times. Hmm. Okay. Got personal. Yeah, man. Both of those victims were taken to the hospital. Uh, the police say the size of the crowd made their initial investigation difficult. Police are still investigating the story, and that's that on that one, and that was once again Oklahoma City. So we got Atlanta, Oklahoma City. They was out there wild. And so we talked about this one right before I think over in Youngstown, Ohio. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember. It was a shooting there about a week or two ago. So what's going on now? Let me see if I can find the piece right quick. Uh, I think the family is protesting that club somehow. Uh, let's see. Mm -hmm. Family, friends, a shooting victim protest uh, outside Youngstown nightclub club as it reopens. So wow, they right. basically opened back up after that shooting. And they don't like that. They don't like that. So they don't like this that. is what goes on out here in uh, this city right here in particular. Once again, this is in Youngstown, Ohio. So, uh, let's see. Friday night uh, at the Utopia, they opened since the shooting from last Friday that killed one man and wounded two others. So, about a dozen family members and friends of Charles Allen Jr., the man killed in the shooting, gathered in front of the parking lot of Utopia from about 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, they do not want the bar to reopen already, and they're processing because they want answers about his death. His family members say that uh, they love him very much. They want people, you know, who killed him to be arrested. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and the family goes into saying their whole thing about that. Then it says here, Utopia's manager and owner said the club will remain open for the night. Around 11 p.m., the front parking lot was empty, as usual, because some of you people may know, you may not know, because I know everybody didn't grow up in the clubs, and they ain't go to the clubs between their teen, late teens and early 30s or whatever. But what happens at a nightclub when they have a shooting, <laughs> nobody goes to that club for a while, a long while, or the club normally shuts down. Yeah, that's it's right. For what, to turn it back around, if you're brave enough, got balls enough to do it, you bring hire another DJ and say it's under new management, do a whole bunch of internet promotions and advertising and radio commercials and so on and so forth to get the people back in there. But that always doesn't work. You know, sometimes these clubs, you know, somebody get killed there and that's it. You know, nobody else wants like- to go there unless they just. D- d- support a particular crowd <laughs> that could barely pay for things and somehow that building stays open. I've seen that before. So right. that's what's going on with over there with that and the family, you know, they don't want it to happen. So keep an eye on that story. And I was a shooting out there in Youngstown, Ohio, uh, with the young man at that one club that we highlighted in probably the last or second last episode. So that's that one right there. What else we got going on out here with nightclub violence? Because this is a busy week. So, Oklahoma, right? We got Ohio. We got Tallahassee. Mm, let me see. Hold on a minute. Two hospitalized after Bricktown nightclub fight ends. Well, I think, did we do that one already? I think we did that one. That was the one out in Oklahoma. Okay, so that's done. The Ohio joint, Stafford man, 25 killed in shooting outside. Multi- mm. shot, shot with multiple bullets, and this is in Woodbridge. Uh, that was two weeks ago, but that's up there near Virginia and D.C. That was in Br- Woodbridge. He was 25. We talked about Utopia. Two men shot outside Jacksonville nightclub. That was eight hours ago. Let me see here. Oh, shit. Eight hours. That's new. Yeah, this is crazy, man. So this is in... Uh, shit. Two men shot outside Jacksonville nightclub. Jacksonville is crazy. You know that, right? I'm, I'm learning. Yo, Jack. Yeah, because we had a couple of them over there, didn't we? <laughs> Jacksonville, yes, we Florida. Did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. So, yeah, Jacksonville is wild as hell. So, Jacksonville, Florida. Police are investigating after two men were shot outside the Royal Terrace Men's Club. So, this got to be a titty bar. Be careful, fellas, when you go to these strip clubs, man. Because as we see here, this is like, what, the third one? Yeah. Within the last couple of weeks. So, this happened around 12, 10 a.m. on a Monday on a Monday. So a spokesperson for Jacksonville Sheriff's Office said when police arrived at the club, they found a man with at least one got gunshot wound. Uh, he was taken to the hospital for life-threatening injury. Uh, another man arrived at the hospital late, later suffering from a gunshot wound. Uh, police found uh, that the man was also shot at the club. He did not have life-threatening injuries. Uh, they don't know much about it, blah, blah, blah. Same thing. The police marked, uh, let's see, the shooting marked the 8th in Jacksonville since Friday morning. So mm. they've been wilding out there for a minute uh, this weekend. Kind of like here. They've been shooting like crazy, too. So something going on with this money hitting around and something going on, right? That's what I'm thinking. So that's that. Yeah. Uh, that's that one. Let's see, several injured in Perry shooting. Second North Florida nightclub shooting this weekend. 
Oh shit. Yeah, so that was at a men's club in Perry. Da da da. da. I ain't gonna get into that one. Uh, coroner identifies man killed in Utopia shooting. That's the one in, in which color we just talked about that. Something happened in Modesto. Man arrested for Modesto nightclub shooting two years later. So he shot somebody at a nightclub two years ago. And he just got caught. So he must have been talking. Yeah, or somebody else was talking. Yeah, somebody else was talking. So this dude right here. He's arrested for the shooting at the club. The club is called Disappeared. Hold on a second. All right. Nearly two years after the Modesto nightclub shooting, police say a man who was involved has been arrested, according to Facebook posts from the Modesto police. Mark Anthony Green, 33, of Tracy, was arrested in connection to the Tilted Turtle nightclub <laughs> shooting that happened on <laughs> April 21st, 2019. What kind of shit is that? The Tilted Turtle? That's definitely some down-home country shit. What city is this again? That means the turtle ain't moving. You know once the turtle tilted, he ain't moving. That's what that means. He on it. That means you fucked up. Like, yo, get fucked up here at this bar. That's what it is. All right, so Modesto's in California. I should have known that. But, yeah, so that that, that happened out there. Uh, the shooting left three people injured, two of which were taken to the hospital with critical injuries. Uh, he was involved but managed to get away from police. But he could... Mm. You know, where he could be taken into custody, and that's that right there. Uh, he was booked, blah, blah, blah. His bail was set at a million dollars. A million? Damn. Yeah, a million dollars. And they caught his ass after two years. So Jeremy David Joseph, 29, was arrested in September of 2019 in connection to the shooting. He was charged with assault with a deadly weapon, parole violations, and being an ex-felon in possession of a firearm. So that's that. Oh, that's so, yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, that's yeah, what that yeah. is. There you go. Mm -hmm. So mm. that's that one right there. Uh, let's see. That's three weeks ago. So that's pretty much all the nightclub violence in a nutshell right there. That That's popped off within the United States uh, within the last few weeks or whatever, man. So other than that, what else is going on in life, man? What's going on with your music? I know we ain't supposed to be talking about it on here, but fuck it. What's going on with your music? Music, man. Music, music. See, you music. got a lot of hits on that one single. Which single is that? What single this we shit with Large Professor, man. You got a lot of YouTube hits. Be original. Oh, be original. Yeah, Large Pro, once again, man. Yes, indeed. Appreciate the love on that. Um, but music, I think I'm about to start going into, because a lot of that stuff is just freestyles, like I told you before, where right. I'm just... Doing, doing what I naturally do, but uh, I'm going to shift gears now and start moving into actual songs okay. and, put, okay. and put, putting the album together. I've been getting a lot of requests, and uh, it's, it's, it's very humbling to know that people do actually want to hear an album. From yeah, I, I, was reading, I was reading the comments, and a lot of people was going crazy. Yeah, like, oh, I man, mean, give me some shit. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of dope. So, you know, the fact that the demand is there, you know, because like I said, I'm doing this because I'm, I'm having fun with it. There's no pressure. There's no stress. And I'm having fun with it. But due to the fact that the overwhelming response is that of which people expect an album or would like to hear an album of, of actual material, yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, you Hello. know, um, and, 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 yeah, you hear me? I can hear you. Go ahead. And I'm going to go ahead and start working on, on, on some songs, man. And I won't say an album. What mm -hmm. I will say is I'll, I'm going to put together an EP first. Okay. But the album is, you know, a lot of people don't understand. Gee, you know what it is to, to do an album. That that's a lot of work. 
takes a lot of time, energy, and effort, and just the selection of beats. So what I'll do is I'll put together an EP and uh, see how it goes from there. And then, you know, if, if the demand is there for an album, I'll move forth. But uh, that that's what's happening with the music on my end. All right, sounds like you know? a plan. Sounds like a plan. We definitely got to work something out. And, Let's do and, it, baby. Let's and, do it. You know, try to get something out there. Try to get something out there and, uh, you know, see what the hell we could do. Just see what the hell we could do. We could do, baby. Yeah. You know, you know, with, 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 with people like DMX passing and you you start realizing like, oh, shit, this life is really short that we have. Mm-hmm. Like, you, can, you know, we don't know. So why not? If you can and you're in a position to to create something and put something out there, you, I think that, you know, you, you should really go forth and do it. Just like what we're doing with the show. And this goes for everybody that's listening. If you ever have a dream or a goal, something that you always wanted to do, go ahead and do it, man. It ain't nothing, it ain't nothing worse than, you know, getting older and saying, damn, I should have. Yeah. You know, we live in the information age. The information is out there. Y'all could do it, man. Whatever y'all want to do, whatever you always thought or dreamed that you wanted to do, go ahead and try and do it, man. What's the worst thing that could happen? But don't quit your day job. <laughs> don't quit your day job. That's right. Whatever hey, Rallo got you do. Rallo got anything on that, man? Because Rallo, Rallo seemed like he might have something about don't quit your day job. I don't know if he got something on that, but let's see. We about to end the show in a minute, but let me see if I can pull up something about Rallo talking about not quitting your day job. I mean, they have him... Too deep, the Southern president. We play a, a lot of those cats. Too deep is the new one. But yes, indeed. They have a yes, lot indeed. of. I know it sounds crazy to some of you. Like, what the fuck is he playing? But a lot of a lot of their music is motiv- <laughs> it's motivational. I'm serious. That's all. It's, Motivation it's motivational. Some of it is conscious. A lot of it is the, for you to hear and translate it. If you got a fucking brain, uh, and you put yep. it on yourself. Because yep. I say good music. If if a song is good, somebody can take it, and put it on them like a coat, and say this That's is what right. I wear. Wear it. Wear it so, mm-hmm. uh, uh, fuck. I'm just gonna pull this one up right here and see what this is saying. This is called Ain't My Fault, and this is Too Deep the Southern President. And we'll, DJ Reek, 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 Reek. Yeah, we'll do it a little something like this, y'all. Here we go. Okay. Uh, 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 all right, <laughs> you know, a lot of times people be mad at me, and I don't even understand why, you know. It's not my fault that I was blessed to be the man that I am, you know So extravagant, so debonair, so suave I don't know, man (laughs) Blame God Alright These niggas hate me cause I look good These niggas hate me cause I feel good It's my fault that every woman that see me listen to my CD. It's hypnotizing my style. Trust me that this pimping ain't easy. I just make it look so natural. My elegance might catch you. When your jewelry look like mine, it's hard for people not to stare at you. Clear as diamonds, all of my pieces. My vehicles, no leases. As my profit increases, I just want to stop and thank Jesus for his blessings that he keep giving. So glad to keep winning. And even though I keep sinning, okay. still let me keep pimping. Right. Need my bankroll tremendous. Teeth perfect from dentists. 
clothes out of the cleaners Car wash, now I'm ready for business In this crazy world that we in Let the earth turn and spin What we all have been coming Is we want some money to spend So before we reach the end I'ma celebrate the between Cause I started off a worker But I turned out a king So since I'm living my dreams I want you to live yours You can keep sitting in lobbies Or elevate the top floors These niggas hate me cause I So we only gonna play half of the song. So niggas hate me because I look good. That's that shit I'm talking about, baby. Come on. So that's too deep. The Southern president. I talked to him. What's up, man? So he's out it's a there. Little big respect, uh, homie. No more, Mister Nice Guy is the name of that album right there, and that actually came out in 2014. Believe it or not. Hey man, that's the mm-hmm. shit you get in the car. You put the roof mm-hmm. down and you just cruise on the. Hey man, that's that shit I like. Mm-hmm. G. Remind me of when I was back in Cali, man, in L.A. Just with that sunset. Yep. Right there, man, on the drive, man. That's that shit right there. So that's that right Positive, there. Like you said, motivational purposes, baby. Yeah, motivational Motivate. purposes. Because you can take something that means something else and actually intertwine that if you got a brain, like I said, into your program. And, uh, you that's know, right. Work that's some right. different things out. But I'm going to find something else right quick. Let me see here, man. What we got? What we got? Mm-hmm. What we got? Shit. I had something. These niggas hate me because I look good. Ah, yeah. oh, shit. I had something sitting on 2014. That's what I'm saying, man. We positive people, man. We trying to do it right. We trying to do it right. So let's see. We got Rile the Pimp. A lot of songs out of his catalog. Let's see what we got. Oh, man. That nigga hot, too. We got All My Bitches. <laughs> all right. All right. On the Line. Twerk Song. Mm-hmm. Options. Mm-hmm. Options. Mm-hmm. Highway Ism. I'm Blessed. Woo! Who raised you? That's a good one. Who raised you? That's what TK Kirk would be saying. Yeah. You know, you, you probably yeah. a comedian. Yeah, I know who he is. Keep mm-hmm. keep on who grinding all night. Look at my life. Threw me for a loop. I, we played that before. Threw me for a loop. She threw me for a so, loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't let you make it. Choose dedication to the game. Fuck with some pimping. Pay my pay. That's right. My soul. We played that one before, my soul. We played it a while ago. Uh, smooth operator. My bitch. Thankful. Not your bitch. That's interesting. Uh, Pimpin' the Reason. Pimpin the, we, I don't know if we played Pimpin' the Reason on the show. That's it. That was a cool record. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He got so many records, man. Oh, shit. G gonna found one. We played one, uh, Hey Bitch, Say Bitch. Remember that? Hey Bitch, Say Bitch, Say Bitch. Some of it, City Slicker and Pimpin' Ain't Dead, but I think I'm going to roll with this one. If it ain't the one I'm thinking about, I'm going to cut it off. But hold on, let me see here. We got... Damn. These yeah, niggas hate me because I look good. Pay my pimpin', my soul. I'm thankful. Scramble life at gmail.com, y'all. Y'all want to do anything? Send us some info. Word. Let us know your thoughts. Please you know do. I mean? please do. Everybody that's been listening, thank you for your support. 
Appreciate y'all, man. for your, your feedback and your comments yeah. and all things like that. Uh, the things big up are, India. Only going to get better. Yeah, big up to India. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's that. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to put on Pimpin', Pimpin' the Reason. And I think that's the song, but we're going to see right quick. Hold up. Let me see. Motivational music. Try options. That's not that's an interesting title because if you look up options in the dictionary, you know, that's when you have many things to choose from, right? So let's see what he's talking that's about right. with options. And I'm sure it goes into what we were talking about, how marriage is set up now, and you probably need options. I don't know. Let's see. fucking around let's see here we we are uh an hour and 11 minutes into the damn show it was bullshitting on the end i know many of you may have cut it off uh by now may many of you may have not cut we it having off. a good time baby we having a good time celebrating life celebrating life uh here on, you know? a, on a monday evening on a monday evening that's right you know um I don't know, man. Let's see here. What else we got here queued up? What else we got? Here go. This is a good one. This and she probably gonna kill me for playing this on the show with all the shit that I'm followed behind it with. But it's what it is. You gonna have to kill me, G. I love this record right here. Uh, this is one of your people um, from the brotherhood, sisterhood, brotherhood. Uh, 
you know the company. Uh, one of the artists was in the loop when you was in the loop. And she got this beautiful record called Runaway. And it's just about, man, it's getting away from shit and painting a picture of it or whatever, whatever, whatever. Some old mind shit that goes. Another song that goes deep into your mind. And I'm going to play this one a little something like this. Let's go deep. Hey. George oh, Amo, that's classic. Now, now, see, it. see, now, see, now, that's what I'm saying. See, that production type of shit. Yeah. That whole car. Yeah. And go back, say, hit the road. Woo! This one right here was on the Grammy nominated album, Overload, y'all. Last year, she got nominated. Really, I think. <laughs> 
that's hot. That's yeah, that is that. hot, man. That was a good record, and that was actually it was on two projects. So the last album or that was on is the Overload Project, and I got nominated for a Grammy last year. She went up against nice. uh, the big girl that had the one popular song or whatever. I mean, she was nominated, she didn't win, but that's on that album. It's also on this album right here. It was called All the Garchi Sucks. And that came out 2014, 2015. Uh, they put that out on their own label, which is some other ship connect. That's her and uh, her husband, Dudley Perkins, a.k.a. Declaim. So, yo, that's it right there. This is the end of the show. You've listened to Scramble Life Podcast, episode 22. I hope you enjoyed yeah. it. I hope you learned something. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we do here. Uh, we'll be right. back next week or maybe the week after. I don't know. With episode number 23 with more information on what's possibly up next in the world. Uh, nightclub violence. Teacher sex. And, teacher sex. Yeah, some music and some other good things out there in the world, y'all. So uh, on that note, we're going to get out of here. And uh, I'm going to say peace, y'all. Peace. See ya. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.